What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It is uh, almost the end of the year. New Year's resolutions are coming very, very soon. Time to get rich. I'm not going to say how, but uh, we'll find out. Let's go. You know, it's that time of the year where, you know, you are anticipating bonuses to come in from your work and stuff like that. And then you plan for the next year, you know, you pay for your insurance. Maybe you want to have a kid next year. So this is where you think, you know, do I invest or do I not invest? But then again, I'd like to welcome back, uh, you know, a familiar face in the show. What's up? Back. Welcome, Mr. Peter, a.k.a. Mr. Money, back on the show. How you doing, man? Hello. Hi, everyone. Hi, Ginny. Hey. Yes. You sure not? It's about... Getting rich. I thought you're already rich, bro. Hey, no, hey, don't. don't. If, I, if I'm already rich, I won't be asking you to come on the show. Ah. <laughs> How have you been, man? Dude, like, uh, uh, I think quite recently there was a, a video that was going around that went super viral uh, that you did. And, and of course, uh, it's a video that is basically talking about Singapore versus Malaysia. Yeah. Even my in-laws were, say, were, were sending it around. And I'm oh, like, really? okay, <laughs> the minute my in-laws shares a video, it means it's viral. You know, they don't even share my videos around, you know. Then they share, I was like, hey, I know this guy. So straight away, I claim, hey, I know this guy. <laughs> then after I salute my Mamak Sessions episode that I did with you last time and then they're like okay then they never listen lah, of course <laughs> yeah dude but like you know that, that video was great dude like, did you expect it to be as crazy I mean like just for the benefit of our listeners who do not understand what that video was about what was that video about alright uh, so that was a video that we talked about the basic pay between Singapore and Malaysia uh, mm-hmm. I did front back I did, I did two videos uh, yeah two also got featured uh, yep. So basically, one was talking about the basic salary mm-hmm. uh, in Singapore and Malaysia and why is it so different and why are we so behind? Because generally, Malaysia and Singapore is actually pretty much the same like 60 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. But today, such a big difference. So I was talking yeah. about like what led to that difference and what are some of the things that we can do as a Malaysian to, mm-hmm. you know, get better. Yeah, and then uh, certainly I got a lot of mixed comment, and a lot yep. of people started asking about like living costs. Everyone started mm. saying like, "Hey, you know, Singapore is better, better pay mm. because their living costs actually higher, you know, yeah. uh, and it's a little bit harder to live there, you know, and stuff like that." So, I decided, d- you know, let's explore a topic. Let's see whether is it really more expensive in Singapore because at the end of the day, if we were to convert the currency times three, yeah. confirm everything more expensive, lah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. But if we are gonna talk about like. You earn four thousand there. You earn four thousand here. How yeah. livable actually is Kuala Lumpur, right? <sighs> yeah. I know. So I, I, that was I, where you know the next video came in, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and yeah, I mean, like you know, hey, few million views, man. Like the ads, them and money from YouTube must be paying you a bomb. Wow, we got few million. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But dude, la, bro. <laughs> dude, dude, awesome, awesome work, dude. Uh, you know, thanks, man, it's thanks. finally good to see a video, uh, which is Singapore versus Malaysia. Apart from food, go viral. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's true, so, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So, right. Okay. So, uh, the reason why I have you on the show today is because, okay, like early on, I just mentioned, it is that time of the quarter of the year where you kind of realize that, okay, December, sometimes you get bonus. Some people get their bonuses in April. And then after that, you know, it is when you realize, oh my God, it's three months to 2020, uh, 2022 is here. And then it's always when, you know, people start making plans for the next year. Uh, you know, to whether they want to lose weight, whether they want to be better looking, whether they want to be more hardworking, or whether they want to grow their financial standing. Because at, at the end of the day, you know, financial will always be a part of that planning when it comes to your New Year's resolutions or planning and whatever not, be it your insurance or whatever. So today on the show, uh, we have a very special guest. And uh, personally, I actually use the product. So... But, you know, I we are in, or, okay, I'm just not going to say we, but I am in no way obligated to, you know, always say that, oh, it's the best, it's the best, it's the best. I think we should put him on the spot and really grill him upside left center to see what he has to say about his his, his product. Lah. But ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have Ken from Stash Away. Welcome to the show. How are you, Ken? I'm doing very well. What else is that for an intro? It's good to be amongst <laughs> friends once again. Yes, yes. So Ken, all right, for the benefit of our listeners who yeah. are listening right now who have not heard about Stash Away, because, you know, mm-hmm. Stash could mean so many things. Could you please kindly explain what is Stash Away? 
I'd say StashAway is a digital fund manager. The way we grow money is you download an app, you understand what we do, you deposit your money and mm-hmm. go from there. So it's literally that simple. It's not something exotic. It's not necessarily something new. But I think what we're doing really well is we're making it so much more accessible to people like uh, Peter, people like uh, yourselves and your listeners as well. Peter, do you use StashAway? Yep, yep. I'm, uh, I've been using it for two years plus. So how many Do billions you have you deposited into Stashway? Uh, somewhere around like um, excluding <laughs> the amount from Panama Paper. <laughs> <laughs> and the Panama I, I do regular savings. Uh, I do regular savings. Yeah. So in fact, uh, Stashway is one of my one of my regular saving tools that I use. So every month, you know, it just gets deducted from our account automatically and goes in there. Yeah. Okay. A lot of okay, a lot of people tend to think that okay. So Stash now for those listening, Stashway is an app. It's an app that you download on your mobile phone. All right. You can obviously log into your uh, web browser too, but these days people are just too lazy to, to, to freaking log in into mm-hmm. web browsers. Everything is on your phone, right? You mm-hmm. only basically turn off, uh, you're on your laptops to show your client that you're working hard. Other than that, you're on your phone. So uh, everything is done there. The way you deposit money, the mm-hmm. way you basically look at your your portfolio and, and whatever, not investments. I know I'm, I may sound a bit complicated right now, but to dumb it down a little bit, I am somebody who doesn't know anything there is about investments. You tell me ETF, I'm like, oh, what's ETF? Uh, you tell me stocks, oh, what stock? I got no stock right now, my, my, my <laughs> merchandise. Oh, you know, all these investments and how, how, how do you invest your money? And when, when people say invest your money, be straight away be like, oh, that means do I have to hire a broker or a financial advisor? So stash away, correct me if I'm wrong, Mm. Is a one app that does everything for you, but on top of that, they have this, they have this thing called a robo advisor. Mm. I think robo advisor describes our business, right? But we make it really easy for anyone to to begin, and we make it very accessible for people, regardless of whether you're new or you are uh, experienced in, in investor, right? So the way we help people invest is that you know if you don't know much about investing, like you mentioned, which I really think you are. Uh, being very hard on yourself, you're a savvy guy, right? I think you do understand a lot of things. But if you if you're really really new to this, we guide you in terms of oh, you want to retire at this age? How much do you need to put aside? What ex- what expected returns to to expect? And then we recommend a portfolio for you. So in that sense, you don't need to be a, a hedge fund manager, a super you know, in, you know investor to to know anything about investing because we help you on in that sense. Right. And then the the, the robo side of the robo investor extends to also how we manage that money for you. In essence, markets are wild. Uh, you can also invest for a very long time and every year things change in the investing world. So the way the robo-advisor works for you is that we we manage your money through ups and downs through different economic environments like mm-hmm. COVID, for example. So the robo side of things uh, automates not just how we guide you into the right fund, but also how to stay invested in, the, in, in that portfolio as well. Okay. Okay. Then, then. Okay, Peter, you you said you used the the platform for about two years. You're a you're okay. You're a finan- Is it right to say you're a financial planner? You're a financial planner, right? Yes, you are. I'm not <laughs> licensed financial planner because that requires yeah. my license to be attached. But uh, I'm yeah. a qualified financial planner, lah. That yeah. would be so, a more accurate word. Ah, <laughs> uh, so qualified financial planner, and then you see an app like that come out, right? So okay, go rewind ten years ago where you don't have this app, okay? Mm. Is what the app doing now similar to what a financial planner would do, or you know there is a bit of difference in you know how both sides works? Mm. I mean, certainly, it's an app, so there's a lack of uh, human interaction. Like, uh, like some of my videos always talk about it is like the fact that you go and meet an advisor, the fellow belanja you coffee, you know, or buy your meal, you know that the app is not gonna buy you a meal la. <laughs> <laughs> That's for one lah. Yeah. But the good thing about the app is this, it is 100% neutral, mm-hmm. right? Ah. Yeah. So because it's an app, so you just key in your numbers, it's going to recommend without any emotions. It's not going to tell you like, uh, you know, I think this is better. I feel that today the market feels better here. So I'm <laughs> yeah. going to tell you more about this part. Yeah, no, no such thing. It's just going to be purely neutral. So I think it's, it's, it's great for today's age because when information is so easily accessible today, as mm-hmm. long as you're not lazy to Google stuff, mm-hmm. right, pretty much it can be quite self-managed. Yeah. 
it's it's so it's so interesting that you mentioned that uh stash away okay uh, an app like stash away right does not have any human interaction, and you may think that it's actually a bad thing, but I actually okay coming from someone like me, because okay I have I have obviously uh you know I have money in the bank, and sometimes you have people calling hello sir uh, I'm calling from Maybank do you want to put in duties I'm like no, <laughs> you know I would get. Uh, <laughs> that, that's because I, you have a lot of money in bank no, not, no, not just no. money in bank <laughs> I get very okay, like, I don't get I won't say I get very triggered or agitated but for me right every time I meet someone who tries to basically sell me a product right I have this assumption that they are trying to close the sale more than trying to handle my wealth that's right that's you, you right. get what I mean whereas when you go to an app like Stash Away uh, you basically plot in all your numbers that like you mentioned and then you see the end goal and you basically calculate based on what you want and then it automatically the algorithm ultimately calculates what you need to do in order to get there. And for me, it's like, I felt like uh, that way, la, the app made me feel a bit smarter la, because I've done my research. Yeah. Rather than only have like one person tell you one, oh, you should this, you should this, or you should put this on a mutual fund. Hey, yes, you see, I have plenty of friends who've done this before. Yeah, you know, all you have to do is buy these products and sell it, you know, that kind of thing, you know? So <laughs> I, 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 I don't know why, but yes, I have been approached by friends before who tried to sell me is it right to call them plans savings plans or investment plans yeah investment plans right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah some are being sold like that yeah yeah but it's so funny because whatever they tried to basically introduce to me was exactly almost i won't say almost the same like it's more or less similar in nature with stash away mm-hmm. but because i had to make my own decision my own informed decision to invest the amount that i agreed myself to put into stash away which to be honest it doesn't have to be a specific amount. It can be any amount which you want to put in. I was a lot more confident in doing so because I mm. felt like I owned the decision to put in whatever I want and I own the decision to take out whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so is that is that sort of something like, you know, Stash Away kind of stands for and, and kind of promotes? Absolutely. I think um, empowering the investor is really important and I think that what you've done is essentially own the, the decision to put in money yourself and to better your financial future right i also want to say that because we're tech driven we have an app and all that i think the benefits are much more than than just the ability to get a firm handshake and that warm warm cup of coffee lah, right you have to understand that each agents out there to cherry makan as well and their mm-hmm. fees are very high you know if you work through an agent they will take at least five percent and then the fund manager will take two percent so that's seven percent on your fees Ooh. whereas yeah whereas if you use a service like stashaway all in, it's only something like 1%. So that's okay. like a 85% discount. And that's something I think people don't realize because um, even though you are foregoing so-called personal personalized service, at the end of the day, each unit trust is attached to a certain fund manager which will only recommend their own funds. And not a lot of people have so much money that they must feel like they must go to a financial planner, right? Mm-hmm. So in that sense, you actually can take a lot of uh, power into your own hands and decide for yourselves what you want to invest in and for what reason. Okay, this is for my kids' education. Mm-hmm. I, know, I, know, I know Peter has kids. I know Jean, you have kids. <laughs> this is for my own retirement. I know even Tonem also don't want to retire, but eventually everyone needs to retire, right? So, yeah. you know, empowerment is huge and we just help you do that because again, uh, cost is really low. And to your other point, you don't need millions. You can start with any amount just to try. If it works for you, like Peter, put in a certain amount every month and you're well on your way. Then, okay, so for me, it was, I was, okay, I won't lie. I, I'm not sure. Okay, you know what? I'm not going to give my point of view. I should ask Peter first. Peter, when you first heard mm. about Stash Away and you heard about Robo Advisors, right, were you a bit skeptical at first? Uh, for me, not so, because I've already heard about Robo Advisor for some time. Because right. of being being in the field that I was in, I was also uh, always looking at overseas uh, investments and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. uh, robot advisor was something that already existed in the US, so there was enough information for me to uh, to understand what it is. Uh, but certainly, when it comes to the application side, that again comes down to individual companies, right? Whether is it uh, like Stash Away uses a different method, other brands uses a different method, uh, so and Stash Away being the first one that came in at that time, I was really excited. I still recall. It's not just me excited, right? Everyone was like really excited, leaving thousands, so many comments there uh, until the day that they launched and then they started doing all the uh, monthly updates and everything. I'm, in fact, I attended their updates. Uh, I was there. Uh, yeah, in that was Manara Maxis, right? Ken? 
Yes, that one where we have many events in KL, yeah. but that was one so, of them. So, um, yeah, I think I thought it was great because the idea there is people can't afford to pay a fee in terms of uh, whether is it you can't afford or you just come up or doesn't matter lah. The point is that you get <laughs> to save on that fee that mm-hmm. you pay to a human and right. you do it through a robot advisor. Now, right. provided that you are not someone who's uh, entirely clueless that you don't even understand a single thing and you refuse to Google any information. Then, okay, if, if that's you, then maybe you really need someone to talk to you. Lah. If you are savvy <laughs> enough, then, you know, you can kind of like work it out yourself. I was told that, okay, hey, if you don't know much about uh, stocks and everything, right, or if you don't know anything about like uh, what this stock, what stock to buy or how to read up, if you don't have time or you're too lazy to read up of the companies that you want to invest in, I was just told to use Stash Away because uh, they said that, uh, you know, they will basically invest in stocks that are reliable. They don't, they won't do any dodgy stocks and stuff like that. Lah. So, with regard, with, okay, again, then coming back to the question of robo advisors, uh, Ken. Mm. So, robo advisors automatically people would think, oh, that means robot is helping me to invest my money. Lah. So, that means the robot is 100% accurate. Lah. So, but, you know, is, what is the, 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 uh, the, how do we dissect this robo advisor? Is it, an algorithm doing the investment decisions for you or is mm. it basically handled by manpower as well and by a team of people? Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good question overall. And I say that uh, if we take a step back, basically you have uh, two choices, right? Either you take an active management approach where you pick your own stocks if you're so inclined mm-hmm. um, or, or if you want to focus on things like your career, building your business, looking after your family, then investments is something you want to outsource. Then a f- uh, external kind of expert or fund manager is appropriate for you. And that's where StashAway comes in, right? We manage the money for you. You choose the fund, but we manage for you. So how exactly is it managed, right? And then the term robo-advisor gets blended anyways. AI and machine learning and all this jargon. So first of all, a bit of a PSA. If people just throw jargon at you, uh, look beyond it because you have to understand how the jargon uh, and these terms actually help you. Okay. So so the word robo advisor comes from the fact that we have a system to manage your money, and the system is automated in the sense where we choose the best in, uh, investments based on where we are in the global economy. So last year situation with COVID around. Yep. Very different to now during the reopening and we are going out to, to Makan and, have, and see friends and all of that. So naturally, your investments will change along with it. So we change your investments along the way. And that system is automated to an extent. Right. So people are involved because people, uh, our CIO, for example, he designed it. And then we will look at the inputs before say, yep, the system is okay. System is correct. Let's press go. It's not where a situation where the system is entirely in control and it's like Terminator, you do whatever right. it wants and you know, there are controls and there's people behind it, right? So okay. I'd say all in all, it's combining the best of both worlds. I see, I see. How many, how many, how, <laughs> how many members or how many team members are behind the decision making of what and what to change? A lot, I like, I'm assuming. I, I, I would say it's not about how many people. I would say what's the quality of the people, right? So our ah. CIO, Freddie, he's, uh, has over 20 years managing people's money and right. importantly managing money through different cycles. Ni- uh, 2008, 97, uh, 2001, the tech crisis. So he's learned a lot. And when you really zoom it out, there's only a few factors to really invest for the long term, right? Okay. So he, he, he basically related, to, related back to what's happening in the real world, the economy. So that's how it, what it's uh, designed around. And obviously now we've grown a little bit more. There are more people involved in it as well. We have analy- one analyst, but we also have a deputy CIO involved as well. And essentially we all d- work together to better the, the, the system, but also monitor the system on an ongoing basis. Okay, okay. Then, then, then now here's a question that I would like to ask. I mean, Peter, please feel free to also chime into this. You have an app now. I've downloaded it. I've never invested before. What do I do? Like, okay, I'm pretty sure you have a lot of people who download the app and say, okay, how do I make half a million dollars in 10 years? Right? Yeah. I think I, first of all, you have to understand yourself. What is it you are investing for, right? Like, it's not just about making money. If I really look at people's psychology, trust me, mm-hmm. everyone wants to make a million bucks yesterday. Right, <laughs> and 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 that's why 40 is very uh, uh very popular. That's why Gunting is around, and that's why even you know if you look at some speculative stocks and investments, that's why so much money uh go into these things because of 
pure and simple greed, right? Which is not yeah. necessarily a bad thing if you control it to a certain extent. So what you're looking for is good habits, right? You want to get to, to that area of being comfortable eventually, right? But if you have a plan, you will definitely get there. So now that you've downloaded the app, I think what's important is to ask yourself, what are you really investing for, right? Let's say it's something short-term, let's say it's something long-term. If it's short-term, Sashway will recommend something less risky. If it's oh. more long-term, Sashway will, will recommend something more risky because you can afford to take that, that, that risk. So if you're, if you're comfortable with that risk, then you're more likely to continue along the plan to meet your objective and not be kind of one of these guys who, oh, I don't anything, but I just jump in because I FOMO. And then if you go down, I, I scared. If you go up, I also scared. And then along the way, I blame people. I don't look at myself. I don't, I don't I blame myself because I, I don't know anything about investments. But that, that's why a lot of people lose money right. in, in, in uh, gambling on the stock market, right? Because they just don't take accountability and they have no method to invest for the long term. So what we try and do is essentially give you a plan, give you an objective. And as long as you stay invested and like what Peter said just now, every month you put in a certain amount, which you're not obligated to, you can do it anytime you want. Um, you know, you're well on your way to meeting your objectives. So. Then, okay, Peter, here's a question I'd like to ask you. So Stash Away allows you, uh, okay, Stash Away allows you to basically put in one lump sum and then not put in any more or put in one lump sum and every month put in a certain amount. What is your strategy with Stash Away? Every month, yeah. E why? Why every month? Okay, let's okay. Let's say for example, this guy end of the year gets bonus from his company. All right, gets like ten thousand bucks. All right, this ten thousand I'm not gonna use. I'm gonna put it in fixed deposit. The the usual person or the traditional auntie, uncle, or parents will be, hey, put in FD lah. You know, earn the FD interest. But no, this guy has said, okay, never mind. I'll put it into Stash Away. I'll just put it in there and not worry about the rest of the year and just hope and praise it grows. Like you know, ten percent, twenty percent. But <laughs> but for you, when you say every month, why? Now, uh, I think you have to understand the nature of Stash Away. What is it investing in to even start off with, right? Uh, so Stash Away actually invests in ETFs. Basically, what Stash Away does is uh, they invest in global ETFs. And usually ETFs is uh, like, let's say, 200 per share, uh, 200 mm. USD per share, right? And not everyone has access to 200 USD at any point of time, right? We are talking about USD, not even Malaysian, right? So that's close to a thousand ringgit. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to save up 50 ringgit every month, then you can't invest in ETFs. So what Stash Away does is that it groups all these people money together and then it starts investing in ETFs. So it gives you the access of uh, putting in the pool. Uh, like, like you want to buy a house, but you can't afford to buy a house. So you, you and some friends gather in money together and put in money into a pool to buy a house together and you own kind of like a fraction of that house, right? Mm -hmm. that, that's a concept of... Uh, uh, the robot advisor itself, right? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, yeah, but generally that's the idea. Now, ETF itself is an average performance of the top, let's say we talk about S&P 500. Mm -hmm. It's the average performance of the top 500 company listed on the US stock market. So you're talking about average. Now, clearly, the name itself already suggests that it's trying to get the average. So with that tool, what you are trying to achieve is to get the average performance. As simple as that. Now, if I were to buy it today, all my money put in one shot today, today yeah. maybe the price is the highest than ever before. Right. Then tomorrow drop, eh? <laughs> then uh. go on. Uh. Uh, if after a few days later, the money drop, eh? Yeah. So what I would do if I get 10,000 today as a bonus, what I would do is to actually take the money, put it into stash away simple first. Every okay. month, transfer a portion. Let's say I split it onto 12 months. So oh. 10K divided by 12, every month I'm just going to dump it in. So yes, I may miss out the higher swing, but yep. the purpose is memang for average to start with. So you stick to that purpose. It's kind of like, like for us when we buy cameras, right? Yeah. When before you buy a camera, you're going to know what are you going to use it for. Are you going to use it for day to day? If you're going to use it for day to day, you're not going to get a Canon 1D Mark <laughs> 5, right? <laughs> your, your hand is going to break. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you want to go diving you're not going to buy a Canon also because it doesn't make sense so you're going to get a GoPro or whatnot that can go into water so the, the point here is not so much about um, catching the best timing the point for Stash Away itself is to get the average return based on the market 
So uh. in essence, for a person who wants to invest in ETF, is someone who believes that at the end of the day, businesses will prevail. Right. Regardless of market condition, 10 years later, business will flourish. But if you don't believe in that logic itself, then perhaps it's not the right tool for you. Lah. <laughs> so you're trying to say that basically every business has a cycle. Lah. It, has an ups, it has its ups and downs. That's right. And you're basically... So is it... Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong if I'm using this term wrongly. Are you basically dollar cost averaging in? Yes. That's uh, right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Stash, so Stash does that. Uh, it allows you to link yourself to uh, all the local banks and stuff like that. And it, it basically deducts a, a portion of your... I mean, obviously, you approve a portion and it basically puts it into the investments you you want to put in, like, you know, automatically every month, right, Ken? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to add on to what Peter said, I think his analogy about pooling your funds together and invest globally is, is, is spot on now. But I, I also will say that it, you know, investing in a broad base of uh, ETFs with different asset classes is very different to investing in a single stock. If you're okay. investing in a single stock, the fortunes rise and fall along with the stock, right? If the stock does well, then you do well. If it doesn't do well, then hey, bad luck. But yeah. what Sashway does is because we are investing in a variety of, of, of things, you're very diversified. So there's many businesses, uh, there's many stocks. And also, there's many different types of asset classes. If you look at your portfolio, Jane, you will see gold, you will see bonds, yes. which have different characteristics, right? So yep. because it's different, many different investments, it's very diversified. As long as you continue to invest uh, and dollar cost average, you will see the, the, the value of your investments go up over time because mm-hmm. you're taking the long-term view, right? right? If you want to take luck out of investing, Basically, you just have to do two things. You look at investing for the long term. Don't so itchy mm. fingers. Yep. And then the second thing is put money in on a regular basis. Right. If you look at a single stock, just one stock, the fortunes rise and fall with that one company, right? You need to always assess, hey, how is this company doing before you put in more money, correct? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if we're in a, in a broad portfolio with so many things happening, as long as you know, okay, broadly speaking, uh, countries will be fine, growth will be there, companies will do well, asset classes will be fine. I uh, will just continue to pull up. So it's very much more kind of like stress-free in that sense as well. Right, right, right. Actually, you know what? I, I, I know I completely missed it out in the beginning, but Ken, you know, mm. people are already listening to you right now. Can you please explain your position in Stash Bay? Oh. So at least people will have like, oh, you know, it's the big boss <laughs> talking, you know, yeah, please. Oh, well, um, you know, so, you know those movies that sometimes it starts and there's a very intense scene and then the title card comes in, right? Yeah. So, so, so this is what I'm doing. Hello, my name is Ken. I'm the country manager of Stashaway. Uh, basically, my, my, my job is to grow the business of Stashaway in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. I have uh, 12 years of experience in the financial industry. Started wow. with Kazana and then uh, Afin Huang as an investment banker. Mm-hmm. But essentially, yeah, I, I, I myself started with Stashaway three years ago because I work in the financial space for a very long time and I know that different clients uh, will get different treatment. You know, a, a company with more money, a rich uh, Tansri, for example, will get very different treatment and information than a guy on the street. So oh. when I looked at Stash Away, I was like, yeah, it's digital. So it's very fair to, to everyone, whether you have a lot of money, whether you're just starting. And uh, I myself, regardless of what I was interviewing, I, I tried to use the product first and I really right. liked it. And then I started interviewing and here we are three short years later. It's, it's, it's okay. I, I find it very intriguing how you mentioned that, you know, a super rich person will probably get a different treatment from, mm. I, I think, banks or investment bankers as compared to a person walking out on the street. We watched this before, you know, just like, like you know, we, it, 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 they show this in movies and stuff like that. Mm. So are you trying to say that, like, you know, Stash Away is a little bit more of a common fairground uh, that offers a similar kind of uh, investment structure as what all these uh, elites are getting? I'd say it's uh, uh, the same exposure to what everyone else is getting. And the word exposure is, uh, let me define it a little bit. Lah. Okay. So so if, if, let's say before this, you wanted to invest globally, right? If mm-hmm. you're a country, very easy. Your, your private banker from Credit Suisse will come in and, hello, hello, Mr. Jin, it's long time no see him. And then he opens his briefcase and his Corinthian leather shoes or whatever. It takes up, yes, here's the latest uh, structured product or here's the latest uh, Whizbang, whatever product, right? And then you wow. get that, that guidance and all that kind of thing. Right. But then if you're a normal guy, it's like, oh, I want to open a foreign brokerage account to buy Apple, buy Amazon, buy Microsoft. 
Right. You terhege hege go through navigate the, the banks punya brokerage and they also plug into another brokerage so they got more more costs involved. And then if you want to invest one thousand, which in itself is quite a lot of money, but then suddenly oh I can't even afford how many stocks? So I only one stock. And then mm-hmm. you're not diversified enough to like actually get a portfolio. So I'd say the exposure in terms of uh, the the global investing is is something that we are leveling the playing field uh, so to speak. Right. And then also also other asset classes. Uh, when I say asset classes, is like the composition of the portfolio itself. If yeah. you really look at what you've invested in the individual things, like things like um the like bonds, for example, mm-hmm. uh, like 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 gold, for example, or even things like tech stocks or whatnot, you don't need to go out there and engage with like five different providers, right? It's all right. already. Why do you need five, six different products when it's all in one? So in that sense, we are leveling the playing field. We are making uh, normal average Malaysians the ability to invest overseas, and we are also communicating with you on an ongoing basis. Even though we are robo advisor, right? We are on so many platforms to update you about that information and how well your investments are doing. So mm-hmm. you can monitor, you can engage with us, you can have good customer service. But all in all, it's still digital as well. So. We think we're doing a pretty decent job in terms of uh, making everything fair, and you have a good shot at you know reaching your financial objectives. Okay, so that means what you're trying to say is you are lowering down the barrier to entry for the average Malaysian to invest in stocks that only probably would be offered to you know through in through uh, relationship managers. Mm. Am, I, am I correct? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts about that, Peter? I think that's quite true. Yeah. Uh, I mean. I, I never had the experience of uh, having someone walking up with me in brief, briefcase showing me structured product. Yeah, oh. so uh, so I don't know about that part. Yeah. <laughs> what, okay, what is okay? So what is I'm a on the other end going to Viva, right? <laughs> <laughs> what what is a structured product? I mean, like uh, well, well, wow, without without going without going too deep into it, basically, <laughs> if you have a big pile of money. Yeah. Uh, let's say it's a tansri, or let's say if you're one of these institutional funds, right? You then yep. you have very uh, sophisticated salespeople and sophisticated product people coming to you to try to get to your money, la. Okay. And and when you look at people who are already rich, they have a lot of things like let's say they have a lot of property. Yeah. They have a, they have their stock portfolio. Maybe they have funds already. So maybe what they're looking at is something more exotic, la, Something that is not really widely available. So structured product is a is a big term for for things that are that are more complicated so if let's say you just look at a fund for example a normal fund like a unit trust that's what the normal guy gets on the street but let's say a structured product is something like okay i buy this one product but this fund is let's say leveraged two times meaning if the fund goes up five percent your investment goes up ten percent if it goes down two percent then your your fund will also go down four percent and okay. everything is like true one already but obviously okay. structured product they come in many shapes and sizes but at the end of the day, is it really something that 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 person needs? Is it really something that that they they uh they could not get somewhere else better or, or whatnot? It's not always the case, you know. Which is why we try and simplify it, really, really simplify it down, so that people if essentially just need a few products. Um, and in such way would be would be one of them presumably. And as long as you know what's going on, you you still have faith in the way we invest your money, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You actually don't need so many other things that are too complicated and like beyond your understanding actually right right oh okay how's how's your return so far peter <laughs> not bad <laughs> yeah not bad yeah because it's uh i mean end of day last year was a year where the market really went up right everyone thought that it's gonna go crashing but it it went up crazy right smp created you know, all-time high, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So definitely returns were good. And naturally, because I take the highest risk portfolio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it was great. Yeah. Um, but I think like uh, one thing that regarding your question earlier, uh, mm-hmm. is that is it for everyone? I think I think one really interesting thing, until today, I recommend people use Stash Away. Lah. Yep. One of the main reasons is because if you have 50 ringgit, yep. you can forget about investing in any form of a uh, overseas fund, right? Yeah, and uh, I think Stash Away are one of the very few that uh, actually allows you to have that. So even if you just have fifty ringgit, you are actually already exposed to S and P five hundred, you know, and a bunch of uh, China stocks, and at the same time tech side as well. Yeah. So for for someone who's uh, who don't really have a huge capital, 
mm-hmm. and you are not the kind who wants to spend a lot of time, you know, look at the market and so on. Your your goal is not like to maximize return, you know. It's just to okay, I want to have a decent return according to market average, right? Mm-hmm. Then yeah, stash away. I think does provide that which which uh yeah lah, you get access to. Now, okay, so uh, Ken, earlier on you were mentioning mm. about how some people can also choose uh, use stash away to plan for their retirement fund, right? So, mm-hmm. sorry lah, I'm talking from a perspective of a person who runs uh, a business, okay? Mm. Not not big mm. business, okay? So SME, SME. Can I, <laughs> can I basically, instead of contributing to EP, okay, you obviously you have to contribute to EPF, that's without, yeah. without a doubt, right? Uh, yeah. Stuff like that. Could this be an alternative to EPF? I'm pretty sure you get asked this question as well. Yeah, yeah, I think it's very complimentary. So after the, du- the deduction uh, of, of your EPF mandatory uh, payment, then whatever you have left after your savings, you, you can choose to invest in whatever way you want. Yep. Essentially, if you think about something that you're saving for your retirement, as long as you contribute to it regularly and you don't uh, touch it until you're close to your retirement, it can act as your retirement fund, right? Like it doesn't have to be necessarily locked up all the time for it to be your retirement fund. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm also we also mentioned that because um, it's important to have an objective before you invest. If your objective is I want to get rich, oh, you will laugh, right? It's yeah. just you're gonna you're gonna lose focus. If it's up, you're gonna be happy, or then you think like maybe I should take profit now. Maybe it can go up some more. I don't know, right? Uh. So you need to tag it. Well, am I gonna retire today? No. So just chill out and continue investing, right? So I think all in all. Uh, because it's 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 done in such an easy way and it's you focus your objective on it, it's something that you, that's quite easily used, right, by a lot of people. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. What what about oh man, I have so many questions in my head that I wanna ask because I actually use the product. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so okay now this is just my experience. I remember I, I used it. Like all my friends, uh I really got foremost into using Stashway. Not because I want to get rich, but a lot of people were just telling me that the ease and com- com- uh, yes. complexity was really simple. Mm. All you need to do is just basically choose your level of risk, okay? And the highest, if I'm not mistaken, is twenty seven is it twenty seven percent? It's thirty six. Thirty six percent. So obviously, mm. obviously I didn't go thirty six percent being the Chinese I am. So I went to uh, the lower the next the next one tier lower. I want a I want a lot, but not too much until like mm. it scares me. Then I, I I put my okay for me is I didn't follow the whole I put money in every month I, I just mm. put one lump sum and then after mm. that wow the next week I saw it go up but like 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 you know a few dollars ten dollars twenty dollars then after a hundred dollars like wow not bad after it just went down <laughs> and that's the thing though okay for me is I understand the long term thing but a mm. lot of people tend to not understand the minute uh you know something like that goes down people tend to like oh my god I'm losing money and they start blaming. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what, what is that's what fair. is what is your your advice with regards to that? Yeah, I would say always do your research before you invest. You understand why you are using Stashway. Besides the fact that it is easy, right? Easy is just the experience, right? But what are you investing in? If I make it easy for you to enter a casino, right? That's mm-hmm. that still doesn't make it safer, right? If I make it easy for you to invest in something that is diversified, that is global. Then there's something that you should understand, right? Like you, you say, okay, last few months have been bad. Why has it been bad? It's like, oh, okay, you look at your uh, our communication and whatnot. Oh, okay, there's been a crackdown in tech in China. Maybe you don't understand at all anything, but but it's it we make it easy for you to read and keep track of the markets as well. Don't be yeah. clueless. Don't stick your head in the sand. Understand why you should still be invested, right? Because yeah. if you have given up on uh, investing based on uh, your initial idea to begin with. You shouldn't be in that investment. I, I, I take it like akin to a relationship. Let's say a relationship, as we all know, doesn't always go well, especially the, the long-term ones, but the, the hope and the, and what you work on is that the long-term trajectory is, is does very well, right? right. You know? So short-term, there may be bumps on the road, but you should understand, is am I still looking at a good positive outcome in the long-term? Yes. If it is, then still stay invested, but know what's going on with your with your investments right yeah so in that sense also you should look at uh the performance over a few years right so you maybe you've been with us for a year and you see okay lately a bit of a bit of downside from the chinese tech side if since the start uh to 2018 we have given average of uh four to to about 15 percent per annum returns across wow. the 
different funds from the lowest risk to the to the highest risk. Mm-hmm. And and even through COVID also, well, well, it did go down in March and April during COVID itself, it did recover like what Peter mentioned. Mm-hmm. But if you were not part of that recovery and you sold, you would have uh, lost money regardless of, of, of the fact that you used stash away or not. Right. So you should really understand, okay, we are now in a pandemic and, and, and the countries are in a recession and the stock market is, is going down. Right. Should, do I think that we will come out of this mess or not? If the, okay. if the answer is yes, then okay, maybe I just steadily continue to invest and sure enough, the, the market recovered, economies recovered and we are kind of like entering that post-COVID uh, situation now. So, you know, if you think that in the long term, Chinese tech will do well and there's so much happening in that space. If you think the S&P, the US side will do well, then uh, then continue to invest, right? Right. Um, yeah. But do they, but okay, but do are you able to choose which stocks that are being invested in, or the robo advisor will choose what's best for you based on your risk uh, appetite? Yep, the the, the second one um, because how how you should think about it is um, is personalization as yep. opposed to as opposed to like customization la. So if you go to a tailor and you customize everything, then of course it's going to be uh, much more expensive la, right? But mm-hmm. if you go to a, a, a let's say a bespoke kind of shop and and they already have some off the shelf kind of thing ready to go, it fits me and I pay maybe five times less or something like that. Pretty good, I'll go with it, right? So what we've done is look at portfolios and the composition all have been decided by us. What you have control over is how much risk you take, right? right. Because you know your own financial objectives. Mm-hmm. Also, we give you the transparency of looking under the hood of each of each of these portfolio. So let's say in your mind, you're like, oh, I want more exposure to this. And you see in this particular portfolio, there's more of that thing that you like. Uh, then by all means, you can you can still choose that. I yeah. see, I see. Mm. And of course, most importantly, this is regulated or approved by Bank Negara Malaysia. La. By the Securities Commission, actually. So Securities Bank, Commission. Yeah, so the Bank Negara governs banks and insurance companies. And the Securities Commission governs um, fund managers like us and ah. also stock, stock brokers. So obviously, these are two... Uh, national regulators right and and we fall under one of them it's just that each of the other them has their different purview right so here comes the part where i would like to ask peter you know what would you like to see or question about stash away in the upcoming months or future you know well, coming from a person that invests who, who basically has a lot of knowledge in terms of financial background I wouldn't say a lot of knowledge. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, so humble, always so humble. Mr. Mo- he calls himself Mr. Money on YouTube, guys. Mr. Humble. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we are we are we are fortunate that uh we are always communicating with Ken. So I even been up to his office for coffee. So when Joe was saying, "Hey, no coffee," I was thinking, "Hey, actually, no, I said something wrong, you know? Because actually, <laughs> the last time I went up there, I had coffee. He gave me coffee." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. In fact, pretty nice place, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I I think uh there are some new features that are pretty interesting, like the thematic portfolio. Oh. Yeah. That they just recently uh launched. Yeah. That's not being talked about much. Uh, that what's the what's the thematic portfolio? Okay. So just to to break down what we have available to you guys. So at the core of it is the global portfolios that we've been talking about for the last, uh, I guess, last half an hour, right? Right. And then um, Peter also mentioned something very briefly called Stash Away Simple, which is where you want to put your cash at virtually, you know, very, very low risk. Yep. And it's also something you can use to get above FD returns without the lockup. You can also use that feature to to slowly dollar cost average into the global ETF portfolios that we talked about. Got it. Okay. So thematic portfolios is something that we recently introduced which, like the name suggests, invest into specific themes that oh. we think will do really well in the future, right? right? So there are some flavors, things like consumer tech, which are affecting our lives today. Things like okay. Grab, things like um, Facebook, Google, all that. And then there's things like technology enablers, right? Uh, where, where there's things like cloud computing, robotics, AI, all, all around us. And then the last one is uh, healthcare innovation. I think everyone now is a a sort of a PhD in in, in COVID and mRNA and Pfizer and what to take, right? So healthcare is also obviously uh, a theme that people can invest in for their future. So these three themes, I I will say, are more uh, uh, risky than the global ETF portfolios that that I mentioned. Okay. But if you really think that in the long term, these themes would change society as previous technologies which were quite prospective, 
now govern our lives. Yeah. You know, things like Amazon and Grab and um, and to a certain extent in overseas Tesla, right? Then yes, take a take a take an investment into the future of these sectors. But you know, like I said, uh, invest in long term and do your research before just FOMOing in. It's so it's so funny because when you mentioned thematic portfolios, right? I thought like you changed the color of the app, maybe dark mode. Or there maybe... is colors to well. There is dark mode. <laughs> red mode, red mode connector. There's 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 black. There's there's white as well. Maybe Peter's on mode or next year. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yellow mode. Can I customize yeah. a bit? <laughs> Okay, yeah, because you know, because of the whole pandemic, a lot of people did like, oh, hey, invest in healthcare, I have phone, go out one, like, oh, you know, glove, gloves, uh, you know, a glove, glove maker, uh, you know, or vaccine, uh, vaccine, or confirm one, this stock yeah. market should go out one and stuff like that. Like, so, oh, that's very interesting. Okay, I I haven't really looked at it, but you know, I think I should look into it. But <laughs> Ken, Ken, question. Can I ask yeah. a question? Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, since like, yeah, Ken, uh, one of the things that uh, the thematic portfolio, right? Are you guys yeah. investing in the individual stocks or you're investing in ETFs as well? Like different countries ETFs as well. ETF? Yeah, ETFs as well. Um, each ETF is in a specific space. So like I mentioned just now, tech enablers, right? There's so many sub-teams under tech enablers. There's cloud computing, there's uh, robotics, there's AI, there's fintech. So each ETF represents that sub-team. Mm, so so okay. why do we include sub-teams as opposed to just single stock? Uh, the reason is, these single stocks are still very prospective. The technologies are uncommercialized, unproven. So if you take single stock, your, your fortunes will rise and fall whether anything good or bad happens to this company. But if you take the, the, the sub-teams and you put it all together, you're much more diversified. So uh, because we take these ETFs together, you are very, very, very diversified, right? So we want people to control risk as well because at the end of the day, if they make money with Stash Away, they'll continue staying on with us. But we want to take risk in a responsible way, which is why we... Um, clubbed it together uh, using those ETFs. Right. Mm. Okay, so, uh, <clears throat> most importantly, uh, Peter, uh, I can use my referral code, okay? Yeah, I have my referral code is Ginny Boy. Uh, yeah, it's got, got good things on. Okay, make sure you use it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think, okay, Ken, Ken uh, here's one question I'm pretty sure a lot of people will have, be ha- will have on your minds because the sure. minute they basically rely their money into an app, right? Next question is like, hey, so will my money go to zero? Uh? Or right, will, so the, will the app actually let my money go to zero, my investment go to zero? I'm pretty sure a lot of people will ask that one. Yeah, so the, the one question is, what happens when you go bankrupt? So it's going to zero in a, in a, in a different way, in a much more you know, business sense, right? Mm-hmm. So I would say that, that, first of all, because we're governed by, by SC, there's a bunch of um, uh, safeguards in place so that you know, we can't just abscond, embezzle your money. We are, we are governed. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of audits and a lot of checks and we have to keep up to their very high standards. Mm. And also we use this uh, intermediary called a, a, a trustee, which basically where your funds are pulled oh. so that I can't have access and grab it out of that honeypot, right? The trustee will take care of it and they will take my instructions to invest it or to withdraw it back to your bank account. But they cannot say like, Hey, I want to take this to renovate his house or this is to buy a new car or like get me out of get me out of debt or anything. So there's that structural uh, like governance which doesn't allow me to renovate money. Okay. So, so to, to your question directly, can it go to zero? So any investments will rise and fall, right? Yeah. I, I will say that. But will it go to zero? Very, very unlikely okay. because first of all, we we label all our portfolios according to the risk level. So when you say just now you're investing in the 20, 26% risk portfolio, yep. it means that worst case scenario, statistically speaking, you will lose 26%. Oh. And you are kind of pre- kind of like kind of telling yourself, okay, I, 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 that is the limit of how much I'm ready to lose in in a really, really worst case scenario, like a crisis kind of scenario. So like like a, yeah. like a, like a hundred ringgit, you're willing to lose 26 ringgit. Yes, right. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay, got it, got yeah. it. So like in the COVID situation, at its worst point, your 26% portfolio uh, maybe fell or something around like 20%. And it, because it's still within that, that, that risk that you've budgeted for yourself, you're like, hey, chill out. You know, you know, it's not like 50% down, not 100% down. So just, just continue to monitor or invest. So the more risk you take, the more kind of potential downside you're willing to, to stomach. Got it. Will, it. will it go to zero? Very, very unlikely. Okay. It's, like, it's, it's not prob- probable at all. And also because, like I said just now, we're regulated. There's no way we can kind of like run away, abscond your money, things like that. So right. rest assured, because you're regulated, things are safe. 
I think like uh, to all of our listeners who are listening today, I think the most important thing that you need to basically understand uh, when you go into investments is you always have to kind of number one, do your own research. Don't go into it blindly thinking it's a get uh, get rich quick scheme because I don't think any investments are a get rich quick scheme. I mean, you didn't pass SPM in one day. You know, it took you 17 years to get that piece of paper. Then you had to go to university. Then only you got your first paycheck in a 20, <laughs> when you're 23, 24 years old. So I think like uh, with all of this investment, it takes time. Uh, I hope I mm-hmm. explained that correctly. And uh, I think I have to very uh, clearly put it out here. We're all not financial. This is not financial advice. Uh. I think like basically mm-hmm. what we're talking about here is what the, the platform offers. Uh, our, all, all of our experiences, particularly mine and Peter's uh, experience with it. And uh, at the end of the day, I think like, you know, the decision and what you want to do with your money, your heart and money lies within you. Is that correct or not? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and, yeah. But please don't go and buy any like poodle coin or shit coin or whatever. <laughs> and think like you go get rich like overnight because, you know, that always ends really, really badly. Ken, mm-hmm. uh, Ken, I, I just want to thank you so much for really taking time off to really explain, um, you know, what this whole uh, app is because I've used it, but I've never been able to actually go in depth and ask someone who works for the app questions that I wanted to ask today but before we go I mean like do you have anything that you want to kind of mention or say to the listeners who are tuning in today yeah I just want to say like you I also want to be financially free and (laughs) independent very soon right but then you can't rely on luck alone to get you there you need a plan you need to invest for the long term as well so you stash away responsibly and most importantly Use Genie Voice code. Yes. I don't know where he's yeah. used. <laughs> Genie Voice promo code. Yes. It's a really good way to save some some costs when you try on the platform. And yeah, anything else, you can just uh, look for me on LinkedIn, social media, and uh, hit me up there as well. Awesome. Thanks so much for the opportunity to come on. Yeah, thank you so much. And Peter, before we go, you want to say anything as well or not? I think the only thing that I want to say is uh, before you use any platform, please uh, do your own research. Lah. Yeah, no, you need to have some basic knowledge. DIY saves you money, but it means that you gotta put in the effort. Yeah. yeah. So passive investing doesn't mean you don't bother and don't know what you're investing in. It just means you don't really need to manage it every day. Exactly. You know, it's either you do a bit more research and then save the cost or you pay someone else to do it for you. So which one do you want? Aha! Yep. For, uh. all the, for all the cheapskates out there, okay? You go and think yourself. Thank you very much, everybody. Remember, uh, you can tune us on Apple, Spotify. You can tune us on... Uh, where oh, sorry, oh, I forgot where I'm streaming already. Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and uh, also on Google Podcasts as well. We will speak to you guys next time.